I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, y'all, we decided to take the day off, so we are going to give you our audio from when we did our Fresh Fest, DigiFest live broadcast. We're also going to give you some interviews that we did with uh, Jess Wood on What's Good with Jess Wood on her Instagram TV channel. You can check that out um uh, she just does it every week and uh karen and i were fortunate enough to be guests so enjoy this instead of uh getting a new episode today all right y'all have a good one we'll see you tomorrow peace operating under this assumption virginia changed the way it handled voters who were illiterate prior to the vra there were helpers at the polls to aid those who could not read after the Voting Rights Act, though, the state changed the rules so that voters would have to physically write in their candidates whose names were not printed on the ballot. And in the 1966 state election, those who were illiterate tried to use labels and stickers to indicate their preference, only to have those votes be discarded and uncounted. According to the new rule requiring names to be handwritten, this latest iteration of a race neutral as the liter- as, was as race neutral as the literacy test. After the Brown decision, Virginia led the effort to make the Supreme Court decision to end segregation in the schools unenforceable and untenable. So determined were the state lawmakers to resist Brown that they shut down school districts throughout Virginia, funneled tax dollars into all white private academies so that white children could continue their education and provided no educational opportunities whatsoever for black students. This went on for years. In short, Virginia ensured that there would be no schooling, there would be schooling for whites, but not blacks. And after that, the state changed its laws so that those who were illiterate would not be able to vote. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. I'm your host, Rod. Joined as always by my lovely co-host. Karen. And we're live, uh, in a special edition of the blackout tips uh for fresh fest digi fest mm-hmm. okay um fresh fest apparently is a black festival for black people that like beer okay yes. and you know we like we do like alcohol yes. and to consume it uh, <laughs> yes, I'm black and I like beer. Uh, but if this is your first time ever hearing the show, then uh, this mini episode, because we normally go pretty long, it's 50 minutes we got here. Um, this mini episode, you know, we're going to give you the, the blackout tips, uh, you know, treatment. And we always start the show with an excerpt from something that I'm reading. Today's excerpt is from One Person No Vote by Carol Anderson um and that passage right there is about one of the many ways that the white man (laughs) tries to to get at these black votes you know and it will drive you to drink come on okay that's why we got some black is beautiful beer that we caught from our local brewery divine brewing shout out to local breweries yes supporting the cause supporting the movement uh popping this bad boy open right now okay because i'm gonna need this to get to talking about these crackers okay that's what yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna need to pour this in my hbcu edition uh fayetteville state bronco pride mug attitude check you know what it is oh this is a dark brew okay yes, it is. i think this might be a stout hold on is it it is i believe it is a stout mm-hmm. imperial stout okay. imperial fancy 10% alcohol when you ain't got no time to waste all right <laughs> get straight to the point <laughs> you know? 
<laughs> whenever the uh slit small liquor booth is closed <laughs> this is up next black is beautiful is open or as scrappy d from uh love and hip-hop would call it black is beautiful um mm-hmm. which is someone should name a beer that black is beautiful beer i I'm feel on. like we just put that into the universe steal my idea i don't care put scrappy on the cover black is beautiful i want a case um but yeah so this excerpt is talking about the voting rights act and the original one well what i didn't know until i started reading this book there have been like three voting rights acts oh yeah so they tried to (laughs) they tried like the vra like in 1957 or something and white people wasn't having it so technically they still not having it right there was no teeth in it so they basically just couldn't enforce it right um and white people they just gave white people the benefit of the doubt so anything they said as a reason for like this is why we're not enforcing it they just took their word for it like oh they're not being racist Mm -hmm. they're just saying that they want to have whites only primaries now that's not technically not allowing black people to vote it's just saying that if you want to run as a democrat in this state you have you can only be a white person and then black people can vote for that white person that the white people have selected in the primary so like it was it was stuff like that and then this one you know considering virginia now where come on i'm so i'm so jealous and envious of virginia okay that governor did governor, gov, gov, governor blackface he is moonwalking y'all to freedom he did blackface and this man has run a just just a 72 and 10 record on racism on. since the blackface he was like you can't vote me out honestly i want more people to get caught doing blackface we need more blackface in this world because i feel like that's the, that's what's gonna get us free if we can just catch white people doing blackface and then the white guilt come out and then they go ahead and just start giving us free shit that's what that's what i need yeah okay? and i'll take it people go we ain't asked for that i don't care if we asked for it or not I, I i want what i demanded and the other free shit he giving a lot of stuff i mean they getting vote they get the day off when it's time to vote now come on you know he got like all kinds of black lives matter initiatives mm-hmm. he's I mean, listen, they're going to get reparations. Virginia. <laughs> going to be the first state. Going to be the first and only state. Nobody else going to get it. To get reparations to, to for black people. But, the yeah, so thinking of Virginia as the state that shut down schooling. So they, sh- <laughs> they was like, fucking nobody getting educated. Brown versus the Board of Education. They, you know, uh, the black people wanted to say, hey, you got to you got to desegregate these schools they said well then we just won't have any school we're gonna let all the kids be stupid all of them gonna be dumb and when you think about the implications that that has on the ability to vote you need to be able to read to vote but only after they got upset about the desegregation so before that they had people that helped you at the poll that was like hey you you need some help voting let me read this to you baby now see that say mr dunn so-and-so and this says mr blankety blank which one you want to fill in okay i got right. you but then when it was like black people was going up there and you know black people at the time had a higher illiteracy rate mm-hmm. than white people because of systemic racism of course um and of course they they went uh well then hold up how do we how do we fix this so that white people can still find a way to vote and black people can't yeah, okay we'll help them even if they can't read we'll find a way to educate our white kids on our own 
we won't have a public school system so we know black kids will mostly go uneducated correct and then when it's time to vote well if you can't read you can't vote you know and it's insidious and it, it, it reminds me of things that happened today this through this through line goes to the day when you see donald trump is trying to slow down the u.s mail the the post office he's shutting he's trying to slow it down because he doesn't want people to be able to mail in their ballots no because he knows a lot of people are going to be voting absentee this year because of COVID 19 right shout out to dj fest shout out to all my safe people okay i see you out there Come staying on. at home being responsible you know what i'm saying wearing your mask okay Come shout on. out to shout out to dj fest not social distancing i appreciate y'all not just just throwing the festival anyway and being like hey if you get it you get it i i see you out there being civic minded um but yeah it uh they're slowing down the mail right now because they use these dirty tricks mm-hmm. and it's the kind of thing that that they have weaponized the benefit of the doubt for white people oh yeah they always get it yeah they but they weaponize it it's not that just that they get it there i think there's a difference between you get the what the benefit of the doubt and weaponizing the benefit of the doubt weaponizing the benefit of the doubt to me is saying i'm gonna do something racist but because you don't ever want to assume i'm just racist you're gonna come up with a million different ways to process this and call it anything but racist and when yeah, i say you people. i don't mean us right white, i mean the media people. white people right white people would do that and that's why we live in a society now where uh nothing is racist right like literally nothing people can hang from a tree that's not racist you can call me a nigga to my face that's not racist so because everybody come up with these excuses nothing is racist and that makes no fucking sense nothing and nobody is racist <laughs> just right like, racism, <laughs> just, racism, racism is just something that brown black and brown people and lgbtq we just made right. racism up we just get up you know it's just we get upset we're having a tantrum it's our fault um right but, but yeah so uh seeing like reading this stuff uh i, I can't recommend the book highly enough because it's just such a one is kind of a fast read um although i guess i'm back to reading faster now but Mm -hmm. it's kind of a fast read um and it's so like carol and uh carol does so much uh of the research and the notes so you know exactly what article she got it from all that stuff and when you read this you see the context of the black vote how powerful it is and how fucking afraid of it they are Yes, yes they are so scared of us being able to vote they hold our southern states are just blue states in bondage because if yes. black if black people are allowed to vote there will be no there will be no red states Mm-mm. you know like when you look at the population now here you look at georgia what governor kemp is doing to black people's votes come on you know and i don't think i think right now is the time to say something because i mean not that it ever was bad to say something but i feel like this moment when we are stuck in our houses when we're having to do virtual conferences right when we know that good leadership matters there i can't think of a more important message right now than understand the power of your vote you know right and the thing is the people that i'm not talking about people whose vote was suppressed right but people that was like i'm not voting and what about her emails all those people i'm not trying to be funny a lot of y'all is why we stuck in the goddamn house right now because <laughs> a lot of y'all allow these republicans to motherfucking take office and they in office now and now they're like fuck it go to school go to work go out there and die yeah it's i mean it's hard to 
yeah um it's hard it's hard to, to not just admit to say that's the truth right. um facebook actually just now removed a troll farm that was posing as black american supporters for donald trump what's a troll farm a uh, troll farm is basically uh people that are not who they seem they often use uh handles that appear that make them appear to be black people and american black people but they're not even from america and oh, like a digital blackface like yes digital blackface but also it's um the troll farm means there's like a coordinated effort so uh we covered a, a story about this on the pregame a while ago maybe it was just back when me and justin were doing it mm-hmm uh but like there was an african troll farm there was like african people living in a um like going to work like the way you go to work Mm -hmm. going to a dedicated space logging on the internet and their job all day was to stir up racial animus and mostly towards the democrats like none none of it towards republicans um and they did that all day long and uh they got discovered because they were getting investigated and then they were getting getting funded by russia like it was like a like there's an there is an investment in making sure black people don't vote yes, from it is. from republicans in this country from outside sources that want to see our country at its weakest because the strongest our democracy can get as black as, as america is as strong as black people are period right because it's also um one of those things where not that black people can't be influenced but because of the the special situation kind of here in america with slavery and all that shit black people here are like i want my rights and my rights is very important and i see this other bullshit this bullshit is taking my rights away and they're taking they're taking my ability to do things away and white people don't see it like that. So for us, a lot of us would be like, nah, I'm not doing that. And, and and they knew that, I think that they know that black people in mass would probably be against it because if we were for it, the, the attitude towards us would be completely different. Yeah, I, just, I feel like um, black people made this country a democracy. Yes. Like it was not a democracy. It, I mean, you can't have a democracy built on a foundation of slavery. Mm-mm. So it was black people's fight to be unenslaved that forced America to be a democracy. You look at all these damn amendments. It's all because of us. These Come on. 14th, 13th, 15th, it's all shit. You know, like you can be a citizen from being born here. Why can you be a citizen from being born here? Because at one point you could be born here and be black and they go you're not a citizen right you know um when you look at you know our immigration policies when you look at the right to vote even women's suffrage is about black people getting the right to vote you right, know right and so i know it's about the hundred year mark on when women got the right to vote but they technically mean white women and so right. that's why you know a lot of black women go nah bitch i couldn't vote i couldn't vote you could vote but i couldn't vote still not a democracy so yeah i i think we can't stress enough right now how much our votes are being uh diminished uh oppressed suppressed um and stolen taken away right and then discouraged on top of that correct and the thing that i feel like is so important right now is we can't fight the oppression we can't fight the suppression and we can't fight them you know trying to take away our votes unless we are motivated so i can fight the discouragement i can use our we can use our voices to say hey go out here and exercise your right to vote 
we need to you have to fight for it then we have to fight for it you mm-hmm. know other people have died for it yes they that's, have you know um and th- and that's literal that's not some guilt trip shit that's the truth mm-hmm. read if you anyone that tells you that's not true they either don't read or you know they they fucking with them comrades y'all okay they, yeah, and, they and, them troll farms getting to them and the thing is when you tell people that and they get an attitude you're not the problem they're the problem and then right. you know because it's like oh you're going to make me feel bad you should feel bad i'm right. sorry you know you got to sit in that guilt not me when i tell you the truth that people died for the right to vote and, and a lot of people go well they died for the right for me to do what i want to my vote yes to vote they didn't say they didn't die for you to be like fuck a vote they died to, right. for, for you to decide whatever you wanted to decide with your one vote yeah if you read their words and their accounts and their lives then it, there's no um there's no trickeration you can do with the oh, words mm-mm. and try to make it seem like no they just want the option no they didn't want the option they wanted to vote yeah. they, they were not allowed to vote and they no one was being killed for the option no one they didn't white people weren't weren't killing people for not voting they were only killing people <laughs> who on. wanted to vote so you can't try to uh, uh obfuscate that and twist that around your wokeness like your wokeness gonna make the truth not be the truth yeah but yeah man exercise your right to vote um you know find out what's going on in your local uh um registries make sure your uh make sure your registry is still good that's another thing they do they Mm -hmm. pull us off the registers Mm -hmm. um so yeah go to vote.org and uh you can put in your address and all that stuff to confirm if you're still registered to vote uh, because you can go by the state and if you're not go ahead now is the time you have ample enough time to re-register if you recently moved mm-hmm. be sure that you're registered to vote in your in your new uh jurisdiction and especially if you're gonna vote by mail find out what the rules are for you voting by mail our our uh charlotte north carolina is a very black city so they've been super proactive they sent us the the uh request like if you want to vote by mail here's your here's how you request it and just fill this paperwork out and send it back we'll pay for the postage so mm-hmm. uh, that's another thing they're doing they're trying to elevate the amount of money that it, states pay for the mail-in votes because oh, I didn't know that. right so it's 20 cents right now because they do it in bulk right. so they're trying to change it to 55 cents per envelope which is over 100 percent budget increase to help people vote by mail this these are the things that i say the plausible deniability the benefit of the doubt that whiteness gets this is what trump is weaponizing this is what his administration weaponizes because when the media reports it they don't just say this is malfeasance they don't just say flat out this is them trying to rig and steal an election come on and we as american people cannot make let this happen our politicians can't let this happen our law enforcement can't let this happen we they don't say that they just they just say it as like a matter of fact like oh yeah you just the they they apparently they're raising the cost for some reason that that is all of a sudden they raised the cost it's probably been 20 cent forever because this is not like the first time people did it this is the first time it's going to be actually executed in mass and we're talking about honestly over 100 years of these tactics right right and also uh for those of you that are going to uh vote mail-in ballot check your state laws because i know here in north carolina we don't have any restrictions some states go well if you're not going to be here you have to kind of give us an excuse our state is just like yeah let us know we mail it back Absolutely. so so verify this information so because in some states you may actually just have to go in because they have 
because you have Republicans enough, but they restrict it so hard that they're going to be like, well, we're going to limit the amount of people that we allow to do this to force you to risk your life to go and vote. And that is a little segment that we call Reading Rainbow, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to encourage a little bit of reading here. That's all. Butterfly in the sky. I can go twice as high. Take a look. It's in a book. A reading rainbow. I can go anywhere. Friends to know and ways to grow. A reading rainbow. I can be anything. Take a look. It's in a book, a reading rainbow, a reading rainbow. All right, let's talk about some news, okay? It's all kinds of news that's happening out here. Um, where should we start? Because I know we got less time than normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll do some quick ones. Nick Cannon is back in the news. Okay. I guess the anti-Semitism scandal has died down. Okay, he's gonna be all right. It was hot in these streets for him. Well, he is coming out, and he's also talking about voting and the power of the black vote. Let's go. You love to see it. Mm -hmm. He said he is voting for Kanye West (laughs) because we need another black man. No, that's that's not. You said no. you love to see it. I mean, I I didn't know that that, that that's what you was going to say. I thought you meant like he like just just vote like uh, no, somebody that has no way of winning. They asked him what he thought of uh, Kanye West's bid for president. He said, "I love it." They asked him, "Would he vote for Kanye?" He said, "Yes." But he's probably not going to be in the ballot on most states. So I, I I don't understand. We need another black man. When it was pointed out that voting for Kanye is essentially a vote for Trump, he said, you never know, man. Stranger things have happened in 2020. Mm-mm. I'm going to go on the limb to say nothing stranger has happened in 2020 than if Kanye West won his presidency. I feel like that's a fair thing to say. I mean, I'm not saying strange things haven't happened. I think a lot of strange things have happened in 2020. It's yes, been a hell of a year. But I do find that if Kanye West comes from 2% down in the polls to get a majority of the vote, Come on. when he can't even be on the ballot in the majority of states right. because the he declared too late yeah the majority of states are like uh yeah you're not even on the ballot when uh he's asking for campaign donations and the people that are raising funds for him happen to be republicans um i'm gonna go on a limb and say i would be shocked i would be flabbergasted i would be outright surprised if kanye west won the presidency of the united states i think nick cannon i'm I'm gonna have to disagree with the brother (laughs) i hate to do it you know um but yeah he won't even be on his home state of illinois uh illinois ballot right so you can't even vote for him yeah so um so he didn't even manage to obtain the 2500 valid signatures for state voters this is my thing if you're not gonna be serious about this voting shit shut up (laughs) i feel like the same shut the fuck up nick cannon you're not even serious right now you you might as well say i'm gonna take my vote and just piss on it i'm just gonna take it to the woods shoot it with a gun piss on my vote just throw it away stomp on it bury it in the ground because 
fuck it i'm rich i'm nick cannon and my life's gonna be fine anyway all right i just got away with saying bad things about jews i still got a job i think i don't speak for the black community right here uh let's see what else we got here um because there's more news oh did you see the wet ass pussy video no or wop as they call it clips and stuff of it and i seen everybody oh, talking about what? you are I, a terrible black woman i uh, ain't i know but i know it exists it's very pretty and colorful but i know i haven't seen it in its entirety no you couldn't take the three minutes wow i know i know i need to do better i need to do better well i think i speak for the whole internet when i say i i would let cardi b and and megan the stallion run a tunnel on me okay some fine ass women them women are bad i saw someone put out a uh they put a facebook post and she was like uh so megan the stallion and cardi b have a video together you know one one of them body they spent some money and they it's bought and the other one's body is natural so fellas which one would y'all pick and i was like why not both who the fuck was thinking about that at a time like this <laughs> like who was sitting down there being like um i don't know what we're gonna do when it comes to this you know like I, i'm pretty sure we're all uh having the same thoughts on this one which is uh them women fine ain't they though so uh but yeah i i'm totally i saw the video and um they were gorgeous yes the purple and yellow oh yes yeah oh wait did my zoom cut out is it working i don't see myself on the screen no more i see you okay okay all right all right don't, 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 ignore my thing then um i don't know what happened um, message? I, I did get your message and we have 25 more minutes left in the show so 3 30 we should be done i think that's that's if that works for everyone's schedule uh 3:30 y'all let me know cuz i can't see my chat anymore cuz zoom was like fuck that <laughs> why did my zoom do this to me it just yeah, i see you moving i see you talking i see all of okay what if i hit oh i'm back okay i see myself okay <laughs> all right cool cool yeah 3:30 3:30 let them know we'll be done by 3:30 but um yeah so i watched the video and then i watched it some more and then i watched it you know i watched it a lot um and <laughs> yeah i've been seeing the gifts with uh them and then uh and east and east from uh how to get away from murder dancing and elise keaton yes yeah um here's the thing though it has been controversial online oh what black women dancing talking about how great they is Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it's been very controversial apparently a lot of our peers have turned into uh staunch conservative christian uh high value high, <laughs> high moral value motherfuckers over the night because <laughs> i don't know what it is about they don't change they don't change it to the praise and worship team oh my god what is happening right this is so they did like those uh southern bell couch faints like why well, i never oh and just, oh. <laughs> just pass down <laughs> the floor wet ass pussies oh my god i do declare like like oh my stars and goddess what have my eyes seen now i know what wap means but i actually had i'm old i was like wap what is that well because well, you, you didn't listen to the song oh it's, it's, my I bad mean, it literally starts with wet ass pussy it's not there's no way not to know what it means <laughs> unless 
you just all i kept saying was whap whap i love whap i was like what the hell is this whap you had a phone in your hand while you were watching this and could not be bothered to click the link <laughs> do y'all see the uphill battle i have to do <laughs> to do this podcast every day you would think karen would be like we might end up talking about this on the show i should probably just see what it's about but no karen decided <laughs> to not do that and so uh but yeah the um the video apparently was kind of controversial um in addition and like you know you had the shamers mm-hmm. you know how come women always got to be rapping about they pussies dudes always rap about they dicks what's the what's the problem they do rap about their dicks um but you know what it is dudes rap about a lot too what women's pussies come on you know so uh it was a lot of that um which is interesting because there's other artists out there that rap about different things but people don't really support them the same way no they don't you ain't never seen nobody just sharing like a rhapsody video making it go viral because of bars like they never do that <laughs> like like and, and i and i that's not shade to rhapsody i love rhapsody um no name you don't see people sharing no name videos oh my god look at the bars on this they don't that's not gonna ever happen like people men and women everybody are drawn to uh women's bodies and the fact that they're celebrating it and i think the fact that black women are showing ownership over their body in a country that was built over ownership on their bodies you know it's gonna always be a revolutionary statement it's gonna always be controversial but it brings out the the worst parts of people and Mm -hmm. you have people saying stuff like hey um this is bad this is why women what message are they sending to the kids yes yeah, some of the same people who will 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 live by tupac and snoop dogg and biggie and dr dre and end up like some of these same negroes right because because uh, most most you know most people in their 40s and up you know live during this era talking about them same people the same the very same karen the very same mm-hmm. people knocking the boots come on them same the same people who praise look him the same people okay yeah i mean if you think about it um uh think about this uh what's happening right now in society versus right versus is mm-hmm. big on instagram right and it's all hip-hop people it's all rappers and people of our r&b entertainers of our era right we are letting all these people cook we are not saying anything about them being bad role models mm-hmm. we aren't bringing up anything about their misogyny misogyny right rick ross was last night with two chains uh, you know I, I know they had a ball uh you know we like we the snoop dog dmx mm-hmm. like you know we don't bring this up for male no. rappers at all timeline was lit when that lot because i don't watch a lot of them and so you can tell when it's happening because your timeline on Facebook and Twitter just be just lit full of people talking about it. And next thing you know, it's gifts and all types of stuff. So people are having a good time. But what you don't see is these think pieces. Some of these people have been accused of sexual assault. Yes. Some of these people have been accused of domestic violence. Mm-hmm. And we are not having those discussions around the verses because people see it as hey we're just here to have a good time we're all stuck in the house they're you know they're not role models they're just rappers blah 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 and yet whenever uh cardi whenever uh megan puts out this video 
all of a sudden we elevate them to like school moms right like why would how the kids are gonna learn i i just don't know the kids are gonna be so so raunchy now that they saw this like i grew up on you know people shaking their booties and uh popping their coochies and you know uh literally the verse they sample uh, one of the samples in the songs there's some hoes in this house come on there's some hoes. that's us that's us you know so to see people try to clutch their pearls now um and act so like shocked and stunned and appalled is it's just really uh it's really messed up you know yeah and also i think as uh people get older and people begin to have kids all of a sudden they want to act brand new and it's one of those things where most of y'all still enjoy this music truth be told but for some reason when when it's another generation and it's not your shit it's some shit to shit on just like your parents did you yeah even if you uh hated the music you love some ass so you're gonna watch it porn still people still watch porn all that stuff hey as a butt lover myself okay <laughs> go on my instagram okay i i live my raps okay i support the butts that's what i'm out here doing okay until i'm 90 if karen walks by here in the house i'm gonna grab a handful because that's what i'm into okay (laughs) we're not trying to have no we're not gonna try to have no misinterpretation so to see people try to act so i don't know so uptight about it was kind of sad um but there was take the enjoyment out yes and I, and it's so weird because i feel like people don't enjoy shit as much anymore because one of the things that happened was for about five seconds of the video kylie jenner is in it she doesn't rap she doesn't dance or anything but i guess they want to have some they want to have some other women in the spirit of you know Unity. we celebrate all the bad bitches blah right. blah blah so kylie jenner comes walking down the hallway and i'm assuming they had other people kind of popping in out too they did they did um uh normani was in it um but um she was in the video um for about 10 seconds and she was the number one trend on twitter Hmm. because everyone that watched the video basically said fuck cardi b fuck megan the stallion we are so upset that Callie's in the video. We only want to talk about her. And so on a day when they probably should have been the number one is trending. Right. Uh, she became the number one trend because people were so mad about it, which is interesting because they was calling her all kinds of names. They call her a, uh, culture still in colonizer. Oh, uh, there's a petition to have her taken out of the video. Yeah, right. Uh, there is there's a petition i mean yeah right like they oh. take out the video this video was paid uh, y'all I'm, I'm i'm sorry to inform y'all the people have been paid everything's been cut they hit the final floor that ain't happening yeah the thing that's interesting is it's not like she hacked into the live feed of the video <laughs> come on this was already shot <laughs> like they didn't open up a door she popped out it's like oh no 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 yeah, and who knows how long they've been shooting this video they might have been shooting this shit uh, pre-rona yeah maybe because i mean you know megan got shot in the feet and stuff so maybe right uh, so you know this may have got shot a while ago and they have may have been just doing the final editing and the way from what i've seen some of this stuff even if it was pro strong it looked like these people some of the people weren't weren't in the same room like they could have cut it and just put a filter behind them and just had it had them in the video right so um she's in this video for that 10 seconds and people already started the petition they want her out of the video um and the thing now i was thinking was like 
I, I don't even feel that way because Mm-mm. it's two black women's agency that we will be undercutting they decided that that's what they wanted um and we're not gonna front kylie jenner is a big get yes <laughs> like you no see no matter how much people don't like her you see how much she gets paid just to fucking take a picture of a product on her instagram mm-hmm. you know literally millions of dollars so having her in the video just opens up their exposure to more and more people and that's yes that's the game for a 27 and 25 year old rapper and these rappers are not these just because we're fans of people they're not required to take on all the agendas that we have that level no. of Mm-mm. entitlement from fans is such a turnoff to me. me me too because they're as artists they're allowed to make their decisions you know what years ago artists were allowed to make their decisions and they didn't have they didn't have this instant response from the fan base years ago they put shit out you either liked it or you didn't and it was a separation that separation is gone and so since that separation is gone fans feel like i have something to say about your artist right i didn't make it i didn't create it It didn't come from me i have something to say about what you do which is fine like like you know people have always formed opinions about what artists have done but not only do i have the right to voice my opinion i have the right to voice my opinion directly to you and not only do i have the right to voice it directly to you you must do whatever i say must be done yeah because i don't think cardi and megan are hanging out in the in the facebook group chat shitting on the kardashians like yeah not you know like it might not be that thing and it might just be a business move because like i said it's also good business yes but yeah it was just kind of interesting to see that backlash to to something that like i said should not have ruined the video for people should Mm -hmm. not even been the main thing that came away from that i mean they already had a lot of snakes in the video the snake budget was super high so what snake budget was high what's one more snake okay it's just one that's just another you know this uh they would like when you see the video it's clearly someone said uh i like what we're doing but can we add more snakes to this okay mm-hmm. um any more big uh jungle cats that can be put in this because i feel like we're not getting enough the tigers budget. Let, let's let's raise the budget yeah we on need the exotic animals more tigers and leopards just superimposed on Oh everything my. on everyone okay like <laughs> there was like it's it's just ass snakes cats that is what the fucking video is ass snakes and cats and then a little bit of kylie jenner and that's what we ended up talking about <laughs> and i'm fine with it and actually truth be told it's not about her we were talking about this in the car it's not actually about her it's about their hate for kim and kanye which actually extends over to her because basically people don't care about her oh well people don't like them kardashians it's just it yeah that's what i'm saying it's, it's that connection you know yeah. i don't that's the thing though i'm sure kylie has done something problematic like i, I like it's True. not it's not like i don't think i think if you look closely enough at anybody you can find a reason to hate them so i guarantee you they did something i don't keep up with them enough right, and i don't to know the reasons right. yes like i don't I'm sorry I'm, I, that statement is coming from somebody who actually don't give a fuck about what the yeah and i don't and I, and I wanted to correct that because i don't want 37 emails because the people that hate the kardashians also love telling people they about did. how much they hate the kardashians yes, they do and i don't play in them tons okay i don't mess with them them streams i just I try to stay the fuck away from that negativity the rivers so, and the lakes that i'm used to and yeah I, and i don't want none of that i'm sure they're horrible people i just don't think that a video about two black women expressing power over their sexuality should have turned into uh into that into you know the collie the collie jenner hour or whatever uh by the way a local congressional candidate is frothing over cardi being 
megan the stallions wap this is another thing i noticed republicans have picked up on how to use twitter better yeah they learn from us they saw what's trending and then what they do is they jump on the trending topics now what trends on twitter a lot of times is black twitter shit yes this wap is a black twitter thing right so republicans know that you can get black people mad and there is nothing better for going viral than getting black people to interact with your stuff right they they they, they use your anger against you and i don't think some people understand that this perpetual i just always got to be angry type of thing is a tool that people use against you and this is one of those tools james p bradley running for congress apparently tweeted out cardi b and megan the stallion are what happens when children are raised without god and without a strong father figure their new song the wap which i heard accidentally Mm-mm, you didn't hear that accidentally baby you clicked play accidentally Mm-mm. accidentally no somebody sent it to you you seen it trending i listen play. i accidentally hit play on this video i didn't know what it was i see all this twerking and all this sex stuff and you know then i accidentally jacked my dick to it and uh accidentally the fifth time i watched it same thing was happening and i was disgusted i was honestly sitting there like this is not what i go to church for okay i am disgusted i i had to zoom in on them cheeks okay when she hit that split i said let me zoom in in the name of jesus to find out what exactly is afoot here with satan okay because this is satan's work and i must know the work in order to deflect it so i went in the bathroom by myself late in the night because they released this shit in like midnight so i went out no wonder i missed it i was sleeping i went to the bedroom by myself you know i cut off the lights you know made sure my wife was asleep and then i watched (laughs) it 10 more times because i was disgusted every time getting more and more disappointed in the entire black community you know and my favorite part by the way was kylie jenner because i'm a white man okay uh <laughs> but yeah he said he accidentally played it it made me want to pour holy water in my ears i feel sorry for future girls what about your this, eyes <laughs> well that's what i was using to see now i need those okay he, oh, but, you don't want to hear it though well he's keeping he's keeping he's keeping up with the lie he's saying he accidentally hit play on the mm-hmm. audio of it now look Mm-mm. i'm not you know you've seen that video too i'm not demeaning the song on any level okay i i actually kind of i fuck with the song i know a lot of people been kind of you know back and forth on that i don't really care i like a lot of things but there is zero percent chance zero percent chance this man heard this song without seeing this video right they go hand in hand most people in most people when they first see it they actually see it through video form not just when they first see it that because a lot of songs is not like that most songs i'd even say isn't like that you don't see the video first but this this song this one this is up there with tip drill okay this should be on bet uncut when i turned this video off creflo dollar came on my screen and said (laughs) welcome to the hour of power it's time to start some healing saints okay that's how raunchy this shit was there's no way this man did not see them cheeks okay i know the look of a man that's been looking at some cheeks okay because i also am part of that community so no 
for him to pretend that he didn't get play on this thing it, that's what the real lie is and then he said it made me want to put holy water in my ears and i feel sorry for future girls if this is their role model first of all i should have said role models cardi b and megan but okay maybe ran out of characters um sir you you know you clicked that damn video on purpose you know why because i clicked the video on purpose everyone clicked the video on purpose everyone trying to run around and shame them with the what about the children y'all don't care about the kids quit playing the children your republican ass want to send to school so they can get coronavirus them children like did y'all want to die mm-hmm. the children where you keep cutting the budget for they motherfucking <laughs> you keep cut, you keep cutting the budget for they schools those children no buddy no i'm not buying it i'm not buying it but yeah everybody did retweet him and he went viral so i guess he got what he wanted out of it of course mm-hmm. all right let's get into one of our segments that we cover on the show a little segment we like to call fucking with black people we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right y'all it's time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game that goes all around the globe and we sign diff- we find different articles that make us feel fucked with as black people we assign point scores from zero to 100 in intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody all right let's get to it a man has died in a car crash after defacing black lives matter mural with mud oil and graffiti oh no i guess he was sliding off on their ass come on lisa a man suspected of defacing a black lives matter mural in vermont with mud oil and graffiti died in a car accident i do like that he's a mixed medium visual artist okay he didn't just go with one thing he said let me get some oil let me get some paint let me get some graffiti uh let me get some mud hard cleanup right the suspect identified as fred seavey by the montpelier police department died in a car accident july 1st after losing control of his vehicle and crashing into a highway median oh also it's just a one person wreck i'm not one person but one car wreck the best kind my face i stand for a one a one just take yourself out okay uh police had <laughs> identified him he was not wearing a seatbelt at the time of the crash oh so i guess he was not a all lives matter as much as a all lives don't matter including my own Mm-mm. i'm not trying to sit from the car or something uh let's see he uh uh no he was known as a transient with no list of home address he used D- they used dna from the cat crash scene police were able to positively match those samples to ones collected from spray paint cans found in the mural wow witnesses uh statements and video surveillance were also used to link him to the mural vandalism hundreds of vermont residents had gathered in front of the state house in montpelier uh june 13th to paint black lives matter in big yellow letters a popular tactic among activists across the u.s cities in recent months in less than 24 hours someone had spray painted over the letters covered them with mud dirt and oil police said a nearby sidewalk also showed painted phrases such as 400 million gone 400 million dollars gone and put it back call trump what 
but police said those messages did not appear to be referencing the mural who the fuck piggybacks on black lives matter with that shit that don't even have nothing to do with nothing we we, we didn't do that with y'all Mm-mm. like who like that, that that was like the the white liberals it was like i i want to i want to put a tag on it you just have people from carol did it that bitch carol Baskin. yes she did it <laughs> i was like what does this got to a black lives matter <laughs> i guess <laughs> i want you to know like what the fuck what what did they have to do with anything that's such a weird what a weird fucking put moesha on netflix yes like why when the martin reruns getting the hulu just spray paint that up there with black lives matter yep anyway he uh he died the mural was repainted following the incident but police said at residence they asked them for help to find a suspect um and didn't need help yeah i guess he found himself he he was his last art project splattered himself all over the median he reported on himself yeah the blood spilled all lives matter on the median uh i didn't <laughs> identifying the act as a hate crime was not possible in the scenario as the victims are the city of montpelier and the state of vermont not individuals so it, it doesn't even count as a hate crime um but yeah the police said case closed as far as that goes the person responsible is now deceased so he uh solved the case himself mm-hmm. karen zero to a hundred how much do you feel fuck with this black person i'm not zero is that what that is mm-hmm, zero uh not only will i give it a zero but i give it the karma of the day award karma for you okay sometimes you need that um and we appreciate the problems taking care of themselves all right mm-hmm. last thing before we get out of here we always wrap up with sword ratchetness dead amen mm-hmm. uh sword wielding man apprehended after swinging a blade in public this is where we cover stories about swords and the violence they cause and how we in america don't even have gun laws and we don't really have sword laws mm-hmm. and it's a global problem it's bigger than us uh london police apprehended a sword wielding man after he reportedly was sw- caught swinging a blade at the public asking them to stay six feet away from him now okay in fairness okay let's hear him out because this may be radical new social distancing and i may be on board for this hold up okay i may have presumed too much police were called to the area of oxford street around 1 30 p.m tuesday following reports of a man carrying a samurai sword when police arrived a man was located a short distance away from essex street swinging a sword after verbal de-escalation by police the 43 year old man was apprehended and taken to the hospital under the mental health act there were no injuries reported they seized a two foot long sword now see if the sword i guess if you add it to a four foot of arm that's how you keep social distance if i'm not cutting you with the sword clearly you you far enough away yes you are far enough the victim in the case chose not to press charges and i can't blame them okay because i that's just a person trying to social distance okay the only detail missing is was he wearing a mask 
i hope the answer to that is yes if he was wearing a mask then i i don't think i have a problem with this story on any level oh no so all right that's our time uh that was our 50 minutes um thank you to all the people that attended us live we couldn't really get to see the the room and the chat and all that all stuff right. hopefully you guys had a good time uh once again you can check us out the black guy who tips um just go to the blackguytips.com or look on wherever you listen to podcasts search the blackout tips check us out we do the show five days yes. a week and uh you know follow us on social media i'm rider miss prime i'm say that again that is in dat and our show social media is tbgwt and you can find us on instagram all that stuff just putting in those letters uh thank you so much for having us fresh fast digi fest and hosting a, a a safe festival for people to um you know social distance and and all that stuff so they don't you know get killed by this coronavirus all right y'all until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. hey does anyone know what that beginning is right there to that song well i'll give you a little hint welcome to paradise city hey everybody welcome to what's good with jess wood another wonderful wonderful episode if i may brag and toot on my own wooden horn wooga awooga yeah that's how those old horns sound you know getting older so you're not like that little horn anymore like i'm no i'm no anymore i'm more of a awooga and so I welcome you with open haugas to the show tonight. Babies, it's the best place to be on a Friday night on the internets. And since nobody can really go anywhere but said internets, I welcome you. And my name's Jess Wood, uh, hence the name. I know, kind of gives it away, I guess. But uh, I'm very excited tonight, as par usual. I am so excited to welcome to the show tonight a, uh, God, she's an amazing lady. I've known her for years. She's really a podcast celebrity, actually, and I'm very, very lucky to have gotten her to uh, join me tonight, and I am so thrilled. I see that she's in the room. She's going to be here any minute. Um, just a little about her. Uh, she is not only just fucking cute as a button and i know you shouldn't lead as a lady you shouldn't lead with how people look it's very judgmental and like whatever like you shouldn't talk about how people look you should just be like about like their substance and like who they are and she is about as real as you can get it took me a while to figure out if i was going to uh put any mascara on because she is a natural beauty as you will see momentarily once she joins our video chat. Uh, we've known each other for years, uh, just on the old uh, interwebs. That's how we've we've made friends. Like a lot of us, I feel like it's it's nothing weird anymore that we're uh, in love, just across the wires. And um, I discovered her from oh here she comes. Uh, I discovered her as half of uh, one of my favorite podcasts of all time. And if you haven't listened yet, please listen to it. She is uh, the better half of the black guy who tips. Please welcome to the show, Miss Karen Morrow. Or I guess I should say Mrs. Karen. Mrs. Karen. Miss Karen. Miss Karen to the show, please. She is a delight, and oh my goodness, what a thrill! What a thrill. Ah! There she is. Hello, lovely lady. 
Hi. Hi, gorgeous. Cute, cute thing. How are you, my love? My goodness. Yay. What's going on? Oh, God, I need to get you closer to the thing, I guess. Fuck. Damn it. Technically, I'm a mess, boo. It's always the same shit with me. Look at me. Messy. What a messy, messy lady. Hi. Hi, there you are. Hey, Gorge. Um, so, oh, shit. So, oh, you're on my spin spin. Spin cycle. God damn Hey. I always have a hat on for my interview show. Thank you. Oh. Because you know why? Because I want to be in the back. I want to just sit and I want to be a good listener with an accessory, a a listening accessory. (laughs) Yeah. That's a good thing. So I was thank you. Thank you. I learned it from you guys. I mean, I learned so much from y'all watching y'all. I learned it from you guys. But as I was saying to the kids out there, you know, I, you you all were my first family on the internet. Uh, it was it was really Dem Thrones more than even uh, the Black Guy Who Tips. Which, can you explain what that was to the to the kids out there? Dem Thrones. Oh, it's it was Game of Thrones. People that loved and were fans of Game of Thrones, but with a twist. Because the regular Game of Thrones, everybody, you know, everybody kind of was in that hashtag. There's something that started on Twitter. Everybody was kind of in that hashtag. But it was not, I could say, it was not catered towards black people's jokes, if that makes sense. You know, because people have things they put online and things like that. But then Thrones was like, Black people, because only black people would notice that most of the characters from Game of Thrones have some form of black names. Like, they're spelled black, they're said black. You know, the general audience wouldn't even pick up on a joke like that. Or their names are spelled like football players going into college. You know, or, or that's how you pronounce them. You know, most of the people wouldn't think of things like that. And so, you know, we would say things like signs that was throwing shade. You know, and things like that. And so it kind of grew from us building our own community around a lot of black people. I mean, because everybody was on the hashtag. Right. But that's kind of how it started. It started from there. And then from there, it got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until after a while, everybody noticed it. And how, and what do you, how do you feel about getting noticed from that being like that it's more of like a, a parody? of something that's in the mainstream. Was that flattering for you guys or were you like, what the fuck? Or was it like a surprise or? It, it, it was, um, it was kind of, um, it was a surprise. Um, <laughs> you know, because the thing is the concept of Dim Thrones, we didn't actually start like the concept of Dim Thrones. We kind of got into the community and kind of built off of it we was like oh dim thrones dim thrones and we kind of took it and from there it got bigger and bigger so for us i think it was more of a surprise because it's one of those things where you do what you do and then you get recognized it's like you don't do it to be recognized you just do it and as the result of doing it you're recognized and a lot of times i think 
if you do something like that, in my opinion, a lot of times you're happier. Because if you're like seeking, 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 digging, seeking, you'll get mad, you'll get angry, you'll get frustrated, you'll get let down, you'll want to stop because you don't think that you're getting the recognition that you deserve versus you just doing it out of the bottom of your heart because it's something that you love to do. And that's what you feel when you listen to you guys. I mean, you know, and that was what I, when, when I was working with Elon and Josh and all those guys just in the very beginning, it was like, I didn't, I didn't know anything about podcasts. All I knew was Elon's podcast and Elon's podcast to me was like kind of stuffy. And I I was like, I don't really, but I would click around and see like who I liked and the black guy who tips. I mean, you guys were always so, so just real, like, just who you were, no, you know, it was just so fantastic and funny. Like, oh my God, so funny. Karen. And and the thing is, I think as wild as this may sound, I have always, I had always admired you from afar, you know, because we've heard of you. Like we had heard of you for years before you came onto the show. And so we kind of admire you from afar. We heard you on Keith and the Girl. We heard you on Elon's show. You started your own show. So we had kind of been looking from afar. I was like, it's like you have such a positive, loving, different, weird energy that <laughs> for a lot of people, that kind of knocks them off. Like like, like if, if they don't really understand the, the, the energy that you're giving, they'll be like, I don't know. It's kind of weird. It's kind of strange. They, it's like they don't. It's like they don't know how to embrace you. If that makes sense, because That's it's like you're it. so different that for a lot of people they go, "Oh, she's too weird. She's too strange." But for me, <laughs> but for me, you fit right in because I'm like, I'm weird. I'm strange. I love everybody. You know. Yes, so yes. for me, you know. It was like, I don't care about your background or where you came from or what you did. I'm like, I, I, for me, I love you where you are, and we grow from there. And that's, that's kind of how it was with you. And, and to hear your stories, it was so fascinating. I was like, oh, my gosh. I was like, did, at first, I was like, did these things really happen to her? I was like, I think they did because she keeps repeating them. So I'm assuming that they really did. <laughs> That's for sure. That's for sure. Well, thank you, Kay. And you know, you all were so um, supportive of me when yes. I when I went out on my own with Josh, yes. and then even and and then even uh, when I was by myself. Like now, since I've been by myself for a few years, and you all invite me on and have me on, and it's yes. always so much fun. And and you always are like you sneak me little messages. I see you, Miss Lady. She sent me these little messages like, "Keep going, you're doing great." Oh, we yes. see you, girl. We see you, and Wait. I'm like, oh, like I just cry, like so grateful. You know, oh, and you know, and and we do, you know, and I tell everybody, I might not be in your atmosphere all the time, but it doesn't mean I'm not paying attention. I tell people that, like. I listen to your show, I, I, but 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 I like to kind of be in the background, if that makes sense. And so for me, I do that to let you know that I'm there, I'm watching, I'm supporting, you know. And it's it's still all love, 
you know, um, and, and, and I think uh, once the quarantine and everything ends, one of my goals is to see you. And we went to California and we didn't get to see you. I was, I was like, oh, we won't get to see her. I know. I was hurt. <laughs> we were hurting. And I was like, well, maybe next time. And then uh, we were supposed to go to New York. I know you're not in New York anymore, but when we went to New York, I thought about you. I was like, but she's not in New York anymore. We didn't get to go because it is damn COVID. But but, but, no. but, 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 but as soon as we kick, kick his butt out the front door, <laughs> that like that's my goal. And you're one of the people on my list because I was like, I would just love to just feel the energy in real life, you know, just feel all the positivity and the love and see the facial expressions in real life. Yes. And we'd be yes. hugging for like two hours. We'd just be like, hey, yes. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. We we would get on everybody's nerves. We would be the two sitting there drinking. I don't know if you drink or not, but I drink drinking, shutting the bar down. It was like, if these two old ladies don't get out of here, we're, we're trying to call <laughs> bar, ma'ams. Like, you got to beat it. <laughs> we want to go home. <laughs> she said ma'ams. Um well, let me go back to something that you said uh, just re- just now, and that was being you like to be stay in the background of things yes. and let everyone know that you're thinking of them. Now, yes, I'm gonna just say when I was looking for a photograph of your beautiful face, uh, oh my god, uh, hello, I'm scrolling through your shit like food, 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 food. <laughs> yes, there's Rod again, you know, and I know you love your husband and I love him too, and he's coming on here in a couple weeks, but oh my. <laughs> Then I'm like, I take it personal. I think to myself, Jessica, you are the biggest narcissistic bitch. You go on to my Instagram, there's not one without me. Like, even the blackout guy was like, oh, you mean I can't just post like a little selfie? Just like a little selfie? Everyone's like, shut up, Jessica, shut up. This is stuff about black lives, bitch. You know, and I was like, sorry. It's not that I don't care, it's just that I'm narcissistic. Like, I can't. <laughs> so how come you have so many pictures of other stuff? Mostly of food. I know you love food. Yes, I do. Your, what is, what? No selfies, no, no. What? Tell me about and, it. And, and the thing is, when I first got on Instagram, I'm kind of like an old lady. I got on Instagram, I was like, what is this new, this new thing they're telling us to do? I don't know. I guess I get all this. I don't know. So I just started posting food. <laughs> like, so I know it's tons of food. Because at first I didn't understand the concept as wild as that may sound. And then as time went on, <laughs> I was like, well, I guess I can post something other than food. You know, because a, your husband a lot of my... has selfies. Your husband has mad selfies. Does... I'm does... like, where's Karen's selfies? I want to talk to her about this. And I need to do better. I think a lot of my selfies are probably more on Facebook, as wild as that may sound. Like, no, uh, like... I went to Facebook. Oh, Karen, you can't find a name. I, I was troll. I was like all over everything of your shit. I was oh, going no. through. I'm like, I went back to 2017, and I'm I like, I can't post. Post. From 2017, can I? No. I guess I need to do something to unlock them. I don't know. I might have to. I don't know. I, I'm an old lady. I told you they might be locked, and I don't know. You know, right? You are so cute. I'm just like, wow. There's none. And then, I, I mean, food is beautiful and everything, but yes. you're you're gorgeous. Like, I, oh. I'm gonna have to text you more and be like, okay, I didn't see a selfie this month. Like, I'll do like a once a month text. Like, uh, can I get yes. A selfie? Just a seasonal selfie, like a seasonal selfie. Can you get an updated one? I 
I mean, just something that's like without the mask. I was like, oh my god, I yes. can't believe I'm posting this fucking mask. And then I had to do it like a like a little concerned quote afterwards. Like, listen, I'm gonna talk to her about it. Don't worry, this is the only picture I can find. Like, I didn't want people to be like, Jessica, what kind of shit is that? You know? Because you know, I, I, it's hard. I go, I'm going scrolling through everybody's shit all the time. Last week I had a guy on and I found a picture where he was holding his dick. Like it, it wasn't bare, but and you know, great sweatpants. So hey, hey, great sweatpants. Hey now, uh, sweatpants season. Woo! I don't mind. I'm here for it. But I'm yes. like so horny though at my house. Like who wants to take a chance on death? Like I can't. I'm, no. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh shit. Are you guys are you guys fucking more that you're at home now a lot? Or are you do you find it's more or less or is is probably about the same as wild as that may sound. It probably did go up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um but but a lot of it is because you kinda stuck in the house around each other all the time. <laughs> you know? And we both work from home now. My job was like here you go. And they, oh. they sent me home early. They sent me home like kind of at the beginning of the outbreak. So I've been at home since like March, oh. like like the middle of March. So but we've been at home to, for right? months. Not huh? to cut you off, but you wanted, I feel like you wanted to be at home working for a long time before that. Is that right? Yes. Yes. I, I, I have wanted to work because my goal was is to work full time for the podcast and not do anything else. So I kind of wanted to work from home. And but it was one of those things to where once everything because in like New York you started hearing about the outbreak, so I was kind of yeah. getting nervous because I figured out with it spreading, it eventually would come closer to you know down south where I'm in, am in North Carolina, South Carolina, and so I had started getting anxiety from going to work, and so I was getting up, I was going to work, and then I got home, I was taking off all my clothes, washing my, cause I was the only one going outside of the house. Mm. And so, you know, driving in the car, so when they told us to go home, my anxiety went down. So it just made it easier okay. to, to kind of deal with it a little bit more. And so for me, you know, I'm like, I could work from home forever. I actually love working <laughs> from home. Like, I, you know, it's like you don't spend money in gas. Right. And the best thing is that you don't have to wear a bra. You don't have to wear mm-hmm. underwear. You mm-hmm. can wear yoga pants all the time. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, That's it's it. so relaxing, you mm-hmm. know. For me, it is. It, you know, I can't speak for nobody else, but, you know, them bra sales are going down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Leggings are up. Sweatpants are up. You know, my waistline is up. Oh my God. Hello. Yeah, now my, now my, now my waistline did go up. My waistline <laughs> was like, yeah, you gonna wear these yoga pants. I'm gonna see how far you can stretch them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I felt like I didn't even look at pants for like a couple months and then I went to put some on and I was like, oh, uh, I guess I can't wear pants. Like I was just like, no, I'm gonna remove pants from the wardrobe. And that's uh, there'll be no more pants, you know. Right. They're they're not comfortable. I I no. never realized how uncomfortable jeans and pants were <laughs> until you start wearing yoga pants. You'd be like, pants? <laughs> Who has time for pants? But that's why you and know I used to get yeah. What? And being barefooted. I love being barefooted because uh. now I don't wear socks and shoes. Mm. You know, unless I'm going out. So you know, you you don't have to put on socks. You know, your toes can wiggle. Mm-hmm. You know, it is a beautiful, beautiful thing. <laughs> That's so true. That's so true. And do you have any yard or anything? Do you have like any grass in the front or any kind of balcony? No, or 
outside. Now we have a we we have a balcony, and I've been seeing everybody get like their plant kids and all that stuff. I don't have any because I kill all the plant kids. So <laughs> what I did was that I ordered me a. It's, it might sound weird, y'all, but but I'm the person that needs assistance. I got this plant this planter. It's not here yet, but it helps you in watering the plants. It like oh. tells you when the plant needs water. Like it is. I was like. I was, it's almost like a train to plant. I was like, that's me. <laughs> that's fantastic, though, because, I mean, why go through the agony of killing plants every time you fucking get a plant? And you want plants. Plants are good for yes. us. Right? Yes. That's what I, my mother-in-law and my mama, they love plants. They keep plants growing forever. And oh. I am like the plant killer. I'm like, if I but I, I have a 100% guarantee if you want your plant to die, call me. I'm the plant assassinator. All hands down, it will die. My rate is 100%. <laughs> now, do they give you shit for it? Let me ask you this. Did ladies ever give you a little shit for that? Or are they okay? No, they no. They just Everybody just laughs at me and understands that I kill plants. You know, like everybody just understands it. You know, it's, it's not a – I don't keep it secret. You know, they, even they talk about, well, we have annuals. I was like, well, it, annuals mean not next year for me because I will kill it. Because it's one of these things where you have so much going on in your mind, I'll forget about it. If it doesn't bark or speak or be like, hey, I'm here, I, I won't remember it. You know, the best plant I had was an artificial plant. It was beautiful. I just dusted it off and kept it pushing. <laughs> now, that was that. I love that thing. But if I got to remember and tap the and tap the dirt and pay attention to the leaves, that's a wrap. <laughs> Wow, mm-hmm. look at you. I understand, though. I understand because you know what? Okay, I went and bought like five plants after the cat died. After my cat died, I went and bought all these plants because oh, I was man. like, they say you're supposed to talk to the plants, and I talk to the cat every day. So I was like, I need yes. something to talk to at this little apartment. Oh. So I, I come in, and so even when I go to get the mail or something, I'm like, all right, y'all, I got the mail. I got the mail. <laughs> like, I'm like, I might be going crazy. <laughs> this is my. You- but they grow like beautiful. I mean, they're huge. That, they're thriving. That's yeah, what, they're thriving. That, that's they're what thriving. they say. Because my mama does that. She she says she talks to the plant. She tells them yeah. about. My mama's like almost eighty years old now. My aunt that raised me. She says she tells them about her back problems. She's like, I hope y'all feeling better than me today because I don't feel too great. You know, she likes have a real conversation with them, and she said they just grow like crazy. I don't know if it's. Because I don't know if the plants feel the love or if the plants just... They're trying to escape. Yes. (laughs) They're trying to get out of here. How can I grow out of here? I got to grow out of this fucking place. (laughs) I had enough. I don't know if maybe we might, you know, you talk to me, your breath stinks. So I was like, okay, let me me grow to get out of the funkiness. I have no idea. But everybody that says they talk to their plants, it doesn't matter if they're indoor or outdoor. They said they go out there and they talk to them and have conversations yeah. with them. Everybody says they grow. I don't, and I, and I guess that when, when when I get started, that's when I'm, I'm gonna start with something small. Do my little yeah. train of plants, and once I do that, I'll start doing the pots because we have like a balcony outside, and my goal is to get like potters and planters and put them outside because I see other people in the apartment complex that have like these, these flowers and they're gorgeous. So, so I was like, well, yeah, well, nice. well, let me kind of learn about them. But I just, I'm older. I'm in that age where you start doing things like sitting out on the porch for long periods of time, staring <laughs> out in the woods, you know, getting, getting excited about buying trash cans, 
you know, getting excited about crock pot. I'm, I'm in that demographic now. Where the oh, smallest little things, you know, excite me. I got, um, what was it, the, the, the bathroom and the toilet uh, things that go on your floor. The uh, mess. Uh, I, I got like rug, brand new rug and set, uh, yes. I was I was so excited when it got here, you know. Mm-hmm. And me and Amazon have been best friends during the quarantine because I keep thinking of shit that to buy. And then my husband he does the uh, YouTube shows, so a lot of times I'll find like aprons for him to wear because a lot of people will be like, "Oh, his aprons." I'd be like, "Yeah, that's because I I Google and search on Amazon for aprons." So yeah. <laughs> Me and Amazon. Amazon is getting a lot of money. I know, you know, Jeff Bezos is the devil. Have but I'm sorry, you can't beat two days and not having to go outside the house. I don't know what to tell you guys. <laughs> you know what? We're all going to be working for him in a matter of months, so I guess we should just be familiar with the products. <laughs> yes. Yes. Good grief. Well, what about porn? You guys watching more porn? Are you watching more porn? Do you, do you, cause I find I'm watching way more porn now, but I'm alone too. But I feel yes. like now with this, like, there's so much time. Like, I just feel like even if you're working from home. Right. Good grief. What, what, how's your porn it, intake? Is, it's about, it, it probably has gone up over the time. Cause yeah. you know, you're sitting there and even though it's somebody else in the house, it's sometimes, it's like, it's quicker for me to do it myself than to go through the whole ordeal. And I don't mean that in yeah. a bad way. I, yeah. I, I love being intimate. But sometimes it's quick. You know what? Let me just run right out real quick and go on to sleep versus mm-hmm. having to go through the whole ordeal. And, and the thing is, you know what, people? The internet lies to you because people are like, well, men want to do it all the time. That's not true. They get headaches too. I hope y'all know this. You know, they don't, they're not always in the mood. And I think with the quarantine, some men might not, not, and it's not, my husband, this is not uh, a problem with my husband, but some men might not want to admit they might not want to be as intimate because they're stressed out about things on the outside of the world. Right. You know, and, and, right. and, and the first thing to go for a lot of people is intimacy, like, you know, for men and women. So for mm-hmm. some people, it might actually be reversed. <laughs> If that makes sense, because they're sure, like, of course. They, they're trying to wrap their mind around things. They're trying to adapt and adjust, but it's a form of release. It's a, it's a way to let things go. It's a way to adapt and adjust, mm-hmm. you know, to all the crazy things that are happening around the world. Yeah. yeah. If, I know for me it is. It's, it's, a, it was, it's a form of release. I think for me, we started going walking once, once we found out more, more about it. We started going walking, which actually, because for me, I talk about the plants. I'm like a plant. I need the sun because I realized for the first, like, two or three weeks, I stayed in the house, and I got depressed, and I couldn't understand why because my routine was being outside of the house, yeah. you know, and at least getting some sun, and you went from that to no sun, like yeah. nothing hitting your body, and with me being such a positive and energetic person, the sun actually gave me the energy that I need, if that makes sense. Yes. And so for me, we started going outside and going walking. So I seen that balance come back. Well, I was like, I started feeling better. And I was like, oh, cause that's because I needed the sun. Yeah. You know, going outside and things like that. We social distanced and all that type of stuff. So it's one of those things where for us, we actually, I and it sounds wild. I talk my family and all that stuff. I say, I love you guys. I said, but until there's a vaccine, I don't know when I'll ever see you again. <laughs> and, you know, I, I didn't mean it, you know, negatively or anything like that. I was like, I just don't know because the thing is, I haven't had a test. I don't know how many of you guys have a test. I know what we've been doing, but I don't know what you guys have been doing. There's nothing mm-hmm. personal towards them. 
But I don't know what you guys been doing. And me and my husband talked about it. I would feel terrible if I gave this to my mom, if I gave this to his parent. Like, I would feel horrible, you know, and not trying to fight. We give it to each other. That's fine because anything else that happens, if I got it, he got it, he got it, I got it. So, you know, from, 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 you know, from that, you know, I signed vows. So, from you know, but it's, it's directly with him. And I didn't sign vows for everybody. I just signed it with him, you know. Yeah. So, if he go down, <laughs> this whole ship sinks. Yeah. If I go down the whole, so I, but I'm con- kind of content with that as wild as that may sound. But the thing is, we constantly wash our hands. We, we do everything they tell us to do. So, if I get it, it's just one of those things where it was just meant to be, if that makes sense. I mean, I guess, you know. Excuse me. At this point, I just feel like if we don't get to just do what we feel like we need to do, whatever that is for everybody personally, then right. I don't want to just die in my house. Like, what if I just got it by accident at the fucking grocery store? Somebody sneezed on a banana and I picked it up and I was like, oh, it's for my smoothie tomorrow. And then I'm like, ah, ah, and then I just fucking <laughs> die at my house. And I didn't get to find that dude that I liked that I was like, oh, I'm, I'm shy. I don't want to be too forward with him. It's a weird pandemic. No, I just sound like I want you to come over and fuck me. Like, I'm ready. Like, it's, do you care about dying or not? Like, how do you feel? Do you have a fever? It could be like going to the dentist. Like, they come, they let me in the dentist. Yes. took my temperature. That's all. Yes. You know what? You know what? And for some people, I understand this. You know, I wish you could have like a questionnaire that you could like us, like the government here's, here's a standardized questionnaire for the people that still want to, you know, have, have quarantine dick and have quarantine pussy. You know, yes. here's the questionnaire. You know, the, the and if they pass it or if they score around this range. Yes. <laughs> you know, I'm letting them in. Good, right. Because, I mean, and also, I understand people wanting to be around other people, particularly people that are like at home a lot. Like, it has to be a lot to be at home alone for extensive periods of time. You know, I've been listening to a lot of different podcasts. And some people say they have like quarantine partners that they like go for a walk with, or quarantine partners that they, you know, do certain things with so they can be around people. You know, because a lot of people, my husband was talking about this. He made me think about it. He said, a lot of people may, they was like, well, all these introverts, like introverts, introverts does not mean the same thing as somebody that's antisocial. Those are two separate things. But a lot of people think introvert people, no, they need to be around people too. It's just for limited periods of time. Mm -hmm. And see, I'm an extrovert, but this really hasn't been bothering me that much because I've been around Roger. You know, I think if I was by myself, I think that it would really bother me just not being around people, if that makes sense, of being around somebody else outside of myself. Yeah, yeah. No, it makes total sense. I mean, I did have the pirate here for the first three weeks, and then he drove me out of my fucking mind, and I had to kick him. I mean, you know, he burnt, he fucking lit the house on fire. Like, I really so think yes! there were a lot of things that happened while he was here. And then the young kid came by, and I have fucked him, but we had a mask on. Right. Um, and that's the thing. That, yeah. That's half of the problem. Excuse me. As long as he can wear a mask, you're good. Because, like, you know, it protects me, protects you. So we're not breathing in each other's face. So yeah. that's half the battle. But no no kind of lingus. <laughs> yeah, I know. But that's like, no that's, blowjobs either, which means what do I do? How do I get myself worth? <laughs> you, you know what? Eventually... Somebody's gonna end up coming up with with face mask condoms. Mark my word, they're coming. Where it's gonna be like a whole design that goes right <laughs> around the mouth. They kind of go like it, like it's it's gonna it's over gonna your, be something over your whole head. Yes, it's you know you're just gonna take it and put it on like a big mask. You go and it's gonna snap around your neck real good. You know, you know it's gonna be like a little line of like. Oh. 
hole. <laughs> yes, yes, you're gonna you're gonna be able to. It's gonna be stretchable. You're gonna be able to press a hole in it. You know, I'm looking forward to that. You know, because it's it's one of those things where it's gonna be here something where you can have a good time, and they're gonna have them for your hands. So you know, they're gonna you know, so you don't spread anything. I'm looking for the genius. You know what? Porn, get on it because we follow porn. If porn does it, yes. we follow. It. That's right. They make all the trends, or they're or they're on it so quickly. They're like South Park, where I'm like, how the fuck did they know? How did they already write this episode? Like, how did yes. porn have already have people fucking with masks? Or yes. even when Trump got elected, the first thing that happened was everything was fucking incest porn. And I'm like, yes. hey, how did they know? This is some yes. You, and you know, you can you can search uh, quarantine sex on the porn sites now. Yes. So that like that like that's people's thing. It's like whatever happens, they're like, we got you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, oh my, I guess that flew by, Miss L- Lady Friends. That flew like oh, that's crazy. The time. That was it. I mean, it's just a half an hour of like silliness, and oh. I didn't even get to half of the stuff I wanted to talk about. But I, I'm but sorry. I, I love. No, it was me. I, I, I love hearing you. I love just hear. Let you go. I have no. They hear me all the time. You are such a fucking pleasure. And uh, 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 remind us of where and when we can see you and find you, please, if you wouldn't mind. I don't mind. For those of you that are hearing my voice for the first time, you can find everything about me over at theblackoutwhotips.com. My name is Karen. Um, you can find me on social media at Say That Again, on Twitter at Say That Again. That is indeed. You can find my husband at, at TBGWT. You can find everything about the show at TBGWT or at the Blackout Who Tips. You can find everything about us. We love Jess. Uh, we I we love do. You. Yes. I love you guys. I'm so excited. And you know, I'm, it, it's funny, the, the, um, the quarantine life now with the lives and stuff like that has been so much fun. But, uh, I started it, uh, uh, two weeks before George Floyd. And, okay. uh, my first, uh, interview was with Baron Vaughn, who is, you know, he's my best, one of my best friends. Um, and then <laughs> once, the, once the protest started and everything started, I had been policed by a white lady. Like she was like, "I challenge you to book a black person on your show." And I was like, "Have you?" I was like, "You talking to me?" <laughs> Challenge like, accepted. I, I think you've got me mistaken with some other lady. <laughs> so I just want to thank you for keeping my. I don't know, my friends all, so I love all my friends. You're such a huge part of my friend, uh, uh, my, my, my circle of friends. I've, I've, I enjoy your support has always meant so much to me and your love. And y'all have always been there for me. You've, you've never, ever said no to me, uh, when I've asked you stuff with you and, and I just appreciate you so much and, and I wish you so much love and, and light and, you know, wellness in all this. You too, sweetie. Thank you, Mama. Thank you. I just love you so much. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, thank you, thank sweetie. You. Bye, baby. How do I get off? Hit the X. I'll X you out and give Rod a big hug for me, please. I will. Okay. Bye, babes. Bye, I'll say sweetie. goodbye to everybody. Bye. Um. Yay! So that was my friend Kay, Miss Karen. Again, the Black Guy Who Tips, fantastic podcast, fantastic uh, website, 
um, YouTube stuff, Rod cooks. Rod will actually be on this very show in two weeks. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, so join me again on Tuesday if you're around. And I'll be doing my solo show, Get Wood, Tuesday, 11 a.m. in the Pacific, 2 p.m. Uh, in the East Time. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, that was fun. I had a great time. Thank you so much, you guys. I, I really appreciate y'all being here and supporting. And please, if you enjoy, share it with your friends. And uh, I just love you so much for watching. And remember, I just want to say really quick, um, just because you haven't seen a protest happening in your neighborhood or you haven't uh, seen a meme come by that reminds you of what's going on, continue to, to work uh, towards this uh, really important movement that's happening right now, okay? Speak up and speak out and always uh, make love fucking rule, okay? And if it doesn't, get in the middle of that shit and break it up and fucking tell them what's up okay so everybody uh i love you so much keep safe keep well and if you need to hit me up if you're getting any problems out there you know hit me up on the dms okay i love you guys bye oh my goodness it's time again it's time again hello it's a friday night and you're all doing what you could and you know what you did first. You tuned into What's Good with Just Wood. Hey, hi. Oh, ah. <laughs> hi, everybody. Hey, everybody. I'm very excited. Uh, oh, <laughs> very excited. Very excited to be here tonight. Um, on location. We're on location tonight. And I'm very excited to have the other half. I already have hosted his, uh, his, what some would call better half. I say equal, equal halves. You know, let's be equal in our partnerships, shall we? And he is, uh, one half of the partnership that I enjoy so very much. The black guy who tips, that's the partnership. And the man behind it is Rod Morrow. And I'm so excited. He's here, he's here, and we're gonna have some cheer. And I can't stop rhyming. Stop, because I'm having such a good timing. And here he is, I imagine, any time now, it's happening. You know what's weird? You don't know. Ah, hey, yo. <laughs> hey, Jess, can you hear me? Hi, I can hear you, Rod. Hi. How you doing? I am doing very well. Thank you. How are you doing tonight, love? I'm doing great. You know, I can't complain. Just living my best life trying to. <laughs> you are. You are so snuggly right now with your little hat and your... <laughs> I feel like we're completely opposite. You got your snuggles on and I got like my son on. What's what's happening <laughs> over there? Nothing. Just uh, relaxing. You know, been reading, trying to stay, you know, uh, stay inside the house and stay safe. That's it. Living mm -hmm. your best, what was it you called it? What, white, uh, white, white woman of color life. Yes, yes. You, know? you gotta, you gotta learn how to relax and you know take get you some uh, pumpkin spice in your life. You know you want to get your pumpkin spice on and uh, you know learn to just kind of like tune in to some of that, some of the good vibes of the earth and, and some of that privilege. You know we all want some and uh. you know I've been living that life for. For a couple years now, I got me some Uggs, you know, Infinity Scarves, you know. I mean, 
<laughs> if you can't if you can't beat them, you gotta join them, Jess. <laughs> never, never, Rod. You will never fight me with an UG. Oh, that is hilarious. I love that so much, though. That's fucking hilarious. I'm I'm so happy that you're that you're doing great in the in your life and you're flourishing and thriving as you should. I mean, you deserve all the happiness, all the joy. You, uh, you too. Well, thank you, sir. But you, I mean, you really you work so hard, and you're such an inspiration to me and to a lot of us out here in podcast land. And uh, you know, you guys have your own masks now, so please, everybody, go get your black guy <laughs> tips masks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Check out the T Public story y'all. Uh, TV TVGWT at tpublic.com and. You know, go mask up and be safe. We're encouraging everybody to be safe, uh, you know, until this, this thing passes over and we can come out the house and play again. I know. And, I mean, for those of us, and I wanted to talk to you about this because I know that you and I and, and, and Karen, to an, to, I mean, I don't want to say all of us are the same, but it, but yeah. the, the idea of not having to go out that much is, is okay for, like, I feel like it's okay. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, do you miss playing basketball? That's what I wanted to ask you. Oh, I miss it tremendously. Yeah. Uh, you know, I used to play basketball three to five times a week and yeah. you get to, have, you make friendships, you get to know people. Um, and, uh, you know, not seeing those guys for the last like three or four months, it definitely takes a toll. Yeah. Um, and then of course you're staying active, you're getting out the house. Um, you need a little routine. Um, I worked from home before this, so that was a lot of my socialization. So. Uh, yeah, definitely miss that. Not, you know, I I hope they're all staying safe too, so that we can uh, hang out again. Although every once in a while, I look on Instagram, not Instagram, uh, Facebook Live, and some of them will be playing basketball anyway, and I'm just like, uh oh, good luck. Oh no! Oh shit! Well, you know, I'm I'm here at what I like to call the house for, for uh, wayward girls uh, over here. <laughs> I'm in Palm Springs, so I'm not at home either. I took a chance. I masked up, and I went to the. I came to the desert. So talk mm. about privilege! Oh my God, I'm. I'm kind of like every day. I'm like, is this okay? Can I? <laughs> can I do this again? Like, is this all right? And my host is like, well, what else are you gonna fucking do? Go home and sit in your house and just rot in your apartment by yourself and look outside and be like all sad. I mean, Rod, you know, LA was already really lonely. And yeah. then this happened, and it was like, uh-oh, this is, you know. Yeah, I think uh, that's kind of a privilege that Karen and I have is that at least we have each other, you yeah. know. So there's still some socialization and some, some like, you know, it's not like loneliness. It's, it's like it's almost like the opposite of loneliness where you're just like, I don't want to smother you, you know. Right. As, as opposed to, you know, if you're in the house by yourself, I mean, it gets lonely, man. People going to – you're gonna still wanna like see people, you're gonna uh, wanna date people and all that stuff. So I think people are just reaching um people are just kind of reaching that threshold now where you gotta make some decisions oh, how you gonna capacity. handle it. Yeah, yeah, full capacity. I fucked with a mask on. I fucked with a mask on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, that's what the doctors recommend though. Like that's the, <laughs> that's the new safe sex. Like get behind me and put the mask on twice. Like, double mask, double bu- fucking rubbers. Like get that shit fucking together. Double that's bag the, it all. That's the new safe sex now in uh 2020. Is is did you wear a mask? You know. Yeah, yeah, it's big time. I mean, even out here where it's like it's kind of weird in the desert because it's like it's it's like 
it's so extreme white people like mm. it's it's the extreme like rich rich because of people with the big mansions and the pool and the whole thing and then there's like the meth heads you know what i'm like mm. why are there always meth heads in the desert what is it there's nothing to do i said it before <laughs> i'll say it again i'll say it I, I i i just don't understand yeah but uh, you know, i don't know anything about the meth head life i i, I just Yes, I have a different no. social circle, you know, so I don't know how they get down. As you should, thank you. As you should. <laughs> My God, Ugh, I'll I'll report back. I know it's getting it gets so lonely that I've talked to the guys that I swore I would never talk to again. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because like, if you're sitting around the house and you're not spending a lot of energy, you're not doing stuff, you're not seeing people, it's like. Everyone's like super, super horny stage now. Like now, now it's time to like move down the Rolodex and start calling up people that you said, you know, I hate this guy, but fuck, I gotta talk to somebody, you know. Right. Oh man, I'm kind of. I feel like you're chopping up a little. I'm trying to get like. Oh, oh uh, is it my headphone? Let me hold on. See if uh, I can. Oh, that's. Uh, am I back yet? <laughs> yeah, you're back. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. It's okay. I just don't know where the Wi-Fi is at the wayward home. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. Like every time I come out, because I come out here to, um, I come out here to take care of my friend's house and his dog and stuff. And and almost every time I come out here, there's a a girl here or two, and they're like, and they're lovely girls. But, you know, I always end up being like the RA. Isn't that what it was called? In, I didn't go to college. Yeah. Isn't that what it's called, <laughs> like an RA? Yeah, that's what it's called. Karen was an RA in college. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have to, like, keep an eye on the kids, right? You did. Okay, it's time to go to sleep and everybody calm down and everything like that. I'm cooking food. I, like, made a big thing yesterday for them. And, you know, did you eat enough? And are you okay? Don't worry about him. He doesn't mean anything. Fuck him, you know. <laughs> I, give all, I give all my advice to the wayward the home for wayward girls and um and also my the host here told us you know he told me don't go to the store because i went to the store by myself in the evening one time and it's only like a couple what do you call lanes there's not even blocks it's like lanes down you know like a few houses down right and then there's like a mini mart with a like an am pm kind of thing Mm-hmm. And uh woo, no, don't go there. <laughs> it was like I almost got taken. And I'm a lady. I'm like a grown lady and I almost oh. felt like somebody was gonna take me and I was like, I oh. gotta go. <laughs> yeah. That sounds dangerous. Oh yes, oh yes. No, I'm not lying. When I tell you that it's so extreme, like someone called me a method, he was mad at me that I didn't want to interact with him. And then he was mm. like, Method, fuck method. I'm like, okay, sir. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even understand that. Like, people can't call you, and then when you turn them down, they insult you, but then the insult is in a a way that means they should have never catcalled you, right? Exactly. You ugly bitch, you're like, well, what were you doing trying to get my number? Exactly. (laughs) No, they are. It's, uh, I mean... What's interesting, though, is, like, the last couple people that have talked to me. So I have to really take into consideration uh, how I'm, I'm, I'm putting myself out there, Rod, because I, mm-hmm. I feel like 
if the last couple of people that I've interacted with, like in the street, have both questioned that I told them I didn't party, you don't party? Wait, you don't party. Like, (laughs) (laughs) why am I being questioned here? Right. Is it my clothes? What is it my hair? Like, what what am I doing to make y'all feel like I'm in the methane community? Exactly. Or whatever community. Like, I didn't even question. I knew one guy was about the meth, but I didn't question the other gentleman. I was like, uh, that's okay. We don't need to get into details. You know, right. it's it's okay. Um, yeah. You know what? That's what we need. We need like a, um, a a performance review or like an exit interview with the cat caller. So you can be like, what exactly made you think I was the one? You know, why why me? And then he can fill out the form. And you can take that back, you know, and go, oh, okay, I, I got to change my act, you know? I know, right? Because I don't get the, I don't, you know what, there's something to that. I got to question these guys because I don't get the, like, lovely, like, hey, you know, hey, beautiful, or, you know, Mr. Microphone, I'll be back to pick you up later, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't have that. I get like, hey, you want a party? Right. Yeah. That's shade. Right yeah. Yikes. They're like, you look like you want to have sex with with just no qualifications. Like, yes. I feel like we can jump right into sex. There's not even a hey, pretty lady. That's yeah. I, yeah. It does make you wonder what what what's the vibe, you know? Well, you know. Oh man. You know what? Let me tell you. Let me tell you what I really now that I'm really talking it out here because I've really never checked it out. So thank you so much, my therapist, Rod. I. <laughs> <laughs> feel like it has to be the fact that I take public transportation Mm. and in Los Angeles there are no people that look like me I mean there's a few white people but they're usually loony or Mm. a little funky or it's you know um so I'm accessible they think like I'm a 10 on the bus I'm a bus 10 yeah that (laughs) makes sense because it's like um when a woman is wearing like jogging pants and like her hair is wrapped up and she like you know no makeup she's like i gotta go to the store because i'm on my period i'm gonna grab like some tampons and some ice cream and just go back to the house and that's when the guy's always like oh what's going on mama you know so maybe that's what it is they're sensing some type of approachability or they like i got a car or Look, yes. she's already walking. I'm walking. You know exactly. what? She's going to look down on me. You know? So maybe yeah. that's what it is. I think that we hit on it. I think that's exactly it. Because, you know, I'm not coming with judgment because I'm in the same predicament as they are. And right. usually in Los Angeles, usually what it means if you're on the bus or the train looking like somebody like me, you probably have a DUI or mm-hmm. something happened. Like, <laughs> yeah. If I show up when we used to be able to be social and I would show up somewhere and I'd be like, and they'd be like, Oh, Jess, would you take the 10, the one one You know, everyone wants to fucking talk about the goddamn freeway. <laughs> I go, I go, no, I took the bus up here. And they're like, Oh my God, the bus. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's that thing. Um, when I used to work at, work at McDonald's, I used to, if, we, if there was like a cute girl who worked at McDonald's, it was always like, I wonder what happened. You know, like, <laughs> Like, how'd you mess that up? You know, you, you got an easy street, man. Like, you shouldn't be here with us. So accessible. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Maybe she, like, stabbed somebody or something. 
It's the only jobs he can get. I don't know. You know? It always has to be a shady thing. You can't yeah. just be like, <laughs> <laughs> you can't just be down on your luck or something like, I just need a job. Like, right. Can't, can't be that. Nope. <laughs> something really bad. And yeah. I can't just be on the bus. Like, I tell these fuckers in LA, I'm like, aren't you guys all like eco and hippie and fucking emissions from the car so if i tell you i'm on the bus you should congratulate the shit out of me and be like look at this bitch is speaking the truth you know walking the right. she's talking walk it like a talk it hey mama <laughs> mama <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like they should be happy you know and it just is so backwards it's like yeah. all right and um even when i took the train out here like to Palm Springs, because usually, like I said, there's two types of people that come out to the desert. There's the people that drive in like the fucking who, you know, let's rent a SUV or a blah, 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 blah. And then they all come out and they stay in a condo or whatever the fuck. And then there's the people like me who like pack a bag and get on the Amtrak and then get on the bus that's from the Amtrak from the Fullerton station. It's like so nasty. And then but I ran into the same dude that took the train with me when I was out here before. I was just out here a couple weeks ago, but fucking randomly, this, like, handsome, older Native American dude. And remember what Chris Rock said. You never see two of them at the same time. That's how yeah. rare Native right. American people are in America, right? So I was right. like, ooh. So I, and he was talking to me. Uh, it's going to be uh, cooler up north. You know, he, like, wants to talk to me about the weather and stuff. And I was like, okay. And then on the way back, I said, hey. And I saw him again. I said, hey, man. And he goes, oh, I already fell in love with you once. <laughs> well, see, that was smooth, though. That wasn't, right? you know. But it then, was good. But then if you turned him down, he would have been like, you mad dad? You know, like, <laughs> I, I didn't want you anyway. <laughs> he, he was cool because he, he was older. He's, like, older, so he's more mature. He's like, right. I've seen it all, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And he had all kinds of bags. He reminded me of my mom because my mom never – I don't know how your parents used to uh, travel if they would ever – when you would go somewhere, and then mm -hmm. they would ever t carry just, like, a luggage, like a one-piece luggage. My mom mm -hmm. had, like, seven bags, Guatemalan wrap around one netted <laughs> fucking fish net. like what the <laughs> fuck did your parents pack correctly or what uh, I feel like they did I mean we yeah. didn't travel a lot but I just I mean you know just maybe a bag or two my parents are pretty efficient okay yeah that's what I figured I mean you're pretty structured you like your, you yeah. know, your respect see I have no respect for my people so I was like oh my god <laughs> 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 like a mess what a like 17 bags and we're only going to fucking palm springs you know what i mean it's like two hours away or right. going to mexico like my mom she went to mexico a lot she hung out in mexico a lot mm. which by the way is that the only country that's letting us in now is that who's i feel like maybe they're letting us in yeah i can't i know canada is not so no. you know and I'll, i don't blame them i mean we I, are I we are the worst in. We are, we are the trailer park of the world right now. Yes. If, if I was them, I would not let us in because not we, at all. we suck, you know? We're just bringing coronavirus with us now, you yes. know? That, maybe this is Trump's plan. This is how he's going to get them to build the wall, you know? They're going to they're gonna build the wall to keep us out and 
Mexico is going to pay for it. So I guess Trump was right. <laughs> we are. We're the meth-head trailer park of the world. <laughs> yeah. The we're worst. like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> spring break. They're like, no, 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 no. You stay. Hey. Still spring break. Floor yeah. it up. Floor yeah. it up. Like, oh. <laughs> We've always known about Florida, though. We've been old Floridaing for fucking years. Yeah, oh, Florida. Oh shit, my goodness. Oh, yeah, we wow. are Florida of America. We are Florida of the world. You know. Yes. They're gonna be deporting Americans soon. Yes. Like that's gonna be the new thing. Is all these other countries are gonna be like, uh, "You from America? You gotta go back home." Yep, it's exactly right. Oh dear lord. <laughs> really like that though that's so funny you know i don't know if i ever told you when i was um you know i still see that young guy once in a while you know mm-hmm. i fucking that young guy so he came over one time and he's mexican el salvadorian raised just only in los angeles antelope valley kind of you know just around mm-hmm. la so we were talking about the way we were raised one time and, you know, we want to get to know each other. We fucked so many times. We should probably get to know each other. Yeah, you have a little small type between, you know, between <laughs> A little downtime. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's, he's young, so, like, it's not that much downtown, but, like, yeah. a little bit, you know? There's, there's, there's a moment. <laughs> <laughs> a little refractory period, you know? He's just charging up the batteries again, you know? Exactly. And he's like, hey, so you grew up here, right? And I go, yeah, I grew up here. And he goes, so what was it like? Like, what was it like? And I go, well, you know, we were poor. I was on welfare. And my mom, but my mom was an actor, you know. Um, uh, but we are poor, you know. And, he, and so I took the bus as a kid, you know, I'm telling him. And he, there's like a slight pause. And he looks at me and he goes, so uh, you were white trash. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you like no. pretty much. No, I'm not, no, no, we're artists. Yeah. We were called artists. Right. <laughs> we were artists. That's only, only we can say that, okay? <laughs> only, that's our word. You don't get to say that. <laughs> but I really, I was like, no, 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 no. I go, you know, my mom was in the theater and stuff. And he's like, okay. Like, he was like, that yeah. didn't matter to him. He's like, fucking theater schmeater. It's all white people. <laughs> Yeah, when I was when I was born, I was born in uh, public housing. Um, you know, uh, all, all my family stayed in there, and then we like within my lifetime, everyone's gotten out of the public housing. Nice. And they, you know, they've all gotten like houses, apartments. Like, you know, it's been like our families are pretty lucky. But uh, yeah, and so but but I guess on paper, you know, someone's like, "You were born in the ghetto." I have to be like, "I yeah, I guess I did. I'm from the ghetto, technically." <laughs> You know, so that maybe that's what he was. He was just going down the checklist. He's like, sounds like white trash to me. You're like, no, 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 no. Struggling artist. Nope. No, no. And then I was like, well, you know, the woman didn't put underpants on me till I was 10. That's some trashy shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you start to go down your checklist now. You're like, right. wait, I was fucked up. There right. was some trashy bullshit going am on. I, there. Am I trash? Hmm. I did only like with my family. Like I, we did only shop at like thrift stores. Oh yeah. Until I was like, I don't know, ten, twelve. Like I, 
like getting some new clothes from the store was like a big fucking deal. You know what I mean? Like, like maybe on Christmas, but you know, you had to wait till somebody got tired of some shit. You know? Oh hell yeah! <laughs> no, my mom was always like, and I tried to be because you know you want to be trendy, you want to be on trend with everything. So I like found like a pair of like you know fucking designer brand jeans, and I like pulled them all up and. They, of course, I had a big camel toe, but I didn't care. And my mom's like, I can see your pussy. You know? Yeah. I feel like my clothes were always cool if I lived, like, two years in the past. You know? Like, <laughs> like it was like, why are you wearing duckhead jeans? I'm like, man, if this was, like, two years ago, though, duckhead jeans, pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if only we knew the future, Rod, we would know that we were so ahead of our time that actually thrift shopping was the fucking bomb and that yep. you could score some really nice shit. And yep. I mean, I'm about to go tomorrow because in the desert, you know, these uh, the old people die and the crackheads have to sell shit. So I'm like, yep. all right, there's a lot out here. Shout out to uh, my man, Macklemore. You know, he told yeah. everybody about the thrift shop. Nice. And, uh, you know, down here we have Goodwill. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we go, like, Goodwill used to be my shit, man. We go up in oh, Goodwill. Goodwill. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how I used to get all my books. Like, that's how I oh. learned, like, my love of reading is just old 25-cent books my grandma would give me while, uh, you know, while she would finish shopping. She'd be like, go pick out five books. And that's actually why, probably why I'm funny, because I used to get The Far Side, uh, Garfield, all that stuff. So, shout out to Goodwill and thrift stores, man. Making oh, the world better. Yeah. Always, always. And I'll always bring my stuff there, too, if I'm getting rid of stuff. Me, too. I'll always donate back. I went this week. I went to I went to Goodwill this week. And I, and they'd be happy to see me. I don't think a lot of our stuff makes it to the store. Because um, last time I dropped something off, um, they were uh, the guy was like, are you just uh, give, giving all this? Do you need a receipt? I said, no. And uh he goes, but some of the stuff is still like in the box and stuff. And I was like, I know, but I we really we have two of them and some of the stuff like we don't use. And he goes, he goes, well, I'm gonna keep it. And I said, that that's fine. I don't work there, you know. It's still going out of my hands, right? I don't like what what kind of asshole cares, you know? Like, yeah. oh, fuck that. Like, so I don't know if the people are getting all my stuff, but they're getting some of my stuff. Well, you're think about it like this: the people that work there are, you know, going to be selling in your in your goods. I mean, yeah. it's a compliment. It's a huge compliment. Um, I remember one time I I donated to a shelter across the street from where I was living in New York City, and uh, I, I dressed really extra funky back then, like funkier than now. And mm. I saw a fucking lady. No lie hook an outfit up from my donation a homeless lady mm-hmm. she fucking rocked that shit. i was like right can i get those can i get that back is that is that okay <laughs> you keep the other stuff like matter of fact you come home with me and yeah, just rearrange my closet exactly. you know yeah. <laughs> so give me right sis oh my god that's my stitch fix <laughs> <laughs> Like you don't have to give away any of this stuff. You just been putting the wrong tops with the wrong pants. Exactly. And how'd, <laughs> how'd I find out? So why no on first and first? 
<laughs> and you know what? Maybe she wasn't always a wino. Maybe she was. Oh. She was. Uh, she used to be a fashion person or something. Who knows? You know. I know. I wouldn't doubt it though. Like right off the Bowery, she might have hung out mm-hmm. with Andy Warhol or somebody. Right. She might have been somebody, and one thing went wrong. You know, and now she's just like in Goodwill hooking up the fashions. And she and she did. Oh, she did. <laughs> oh my God. But uh yeah, wow. I didn't know you had uh thrift shop. I love but now are you mad? Do you ever go in and try to find something? You're like, you know what, let me just go take a look and you see how expensive shit is now in the well, thrift shop? So the thing for me now is I'm too privileged to really have the patience that I used to have because the key to thrift shopping is not you're gonna it's like fishing, right? You you don't go right in and just fucking find something. That's not how it works. Like, that's like one in every 50 times you go in a thrift shop that you find something, like, right the fuck away. Like, yeah. it. so you need patience. And I don't have it anymore because, you know, I, my brain's all wrong. We got fucking Amazon and mm. and and Best Buy Online and all that. So, if I, like, now if I think of something, I can just, like, Google it and, like, a T-shirt is sent to me that is already, like, I have my birth date on it. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> But at the thrift store, like, you know, that's three or four trips before I find that perfect shirt where I'm like, oh, my God, this is the one. So I feel like I'm too privileged to, to get back in that mentality. So, you know, it's not the cost. It's the, it's the, I don't know, it's just that feeling of, like, finding that perfect thing on your own that is missing now. So it is really time. Yeah, yeah, it's time. You got to, because uh, that was the thing. I mean, it was an ordeal. My grandmother would like get on the bus and we would make like a a trip that was literally three to five stops like it wasn't one thrift store it was a it was a thrift store trip like okay like don't get too much at the first store because you're gonna want to carry this shit back so you know you gotta make some prudent choices you know and then when you get to like the third or fourth stop now now you're getting desperate you're like i don't got enough shit you know, so it's like, I, I want all the books, you know, but, it, it, you know, and then, of course, you know, with us, you you make that bus trip and you want to get to that one good Goodwill or that good thrift store on the white side of town. So, you know, you're really looking forward to that one. That's like the, you know, that's the stop where you want to get all your good shit. So, like, that, I just don't think I can recapture that whole feeling mm-hmm. now because now I feel like my time, my time is so precious to me now. I'm just like, I'm not taking four hours to go look for old shit, you know, but yeah, I hear you. it's a privilege thing, you know. I hear you. I have a lot of sentimentality uh, around it. I've, I've found out <clears throat> because I didn't, I didn't realize how much I thought about like my mom mm-hmm. and how it was like a thing that when she was calm, when we were in the thrift shop, she mm-hmm. didn't want to fight anybody in this. I mean, I take that back. If she saw a good teacup and the bitch came at her, her teacup, you right. had an old lady. Was your aunt and grandma? Oops. Were they like? Were your people like that? Absolutely. My grandma was on. Listen. Uh, that's the other thing about the thrift store. They ain't got two of anything. Uh, no. So if you if you see some shit you want, you better you better fucking get on it, man. Then she would put me to work. She'd be like, "Look, you stand by that coffee maker, and until I get back, like then I'm gonna look at it. And you know, half the time the shit don't even work." That's why it's in there. So, so you, you like fought somebody and then you get it and you're like, oh, the fucking plug doesn't even come with it, you know? But, uh, 
Yeah, she would, she would, she would let, she let a motherfucker have it. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was something. Well, wow. Well, that was fast. Um, yeah. At the end, I mean, I knew it was gonna be. I, I adore you so much, Rod. Thanks for taking uh, the time out to talk to me. You too, um, Jess. I, I mean, love doing this. Looking forward to it. You know, I, I, I know we had to push it back or whatever, but I'm glad we were able to get it done. Thank and, you. And, uh, you know, I look forward to it on week, so this is a, a great way to end the week. Yay, it is. Oh, it's because I got my teeth removed, so I can't talk. Yeah. <laughs> that's why, Lord, that's why they call you a meth head. They was like, <laughs> meth heads don't have no teeth. They they must consent it. You know, they got that's the feeling. That's my business. Nobody can, knows my business back they can, there. They can tell. They got, like, a six or something, you know, they... <laughs> They're like, their, their teeth sense is tingling. They're like, oh, she don't got all, she missing a couple teeth. <laughs> <laughs> now it's my head. You did it. You called it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rod. Oh, thank you for making so much fun out of tonight. And um, and everybody who doesn't know Rod, go and, go and watch and subscribe to the Black Guy Who Tips and buy their masks and stay yeah. safe. And We're everywhere, guys. Anywhere you get podcasts, the Black Guy Tips, uh, check us out. And um, all our episodes are on our feed now, all 2,100 of them. And wow. Jess has been a guest on uh, so many shows. So, like, you can just search Jess Wood and the Black Guy Tips and go listen to all our episodes of her. We love Jess Wood. Um, you know, always gracious to come on and always fun. And I see you out here. You, you stunting them. You trapping them on the ground. Hey, like, you like you living your best life out there, Jess. So Oof, you know, I'm I'm practicing, babe. I'm I'm just grateful to be here. I'm, you know, I'm on borrowed time. I didn't think I'd still be here, so I'm like, okay, yes, have fun. Overtime, man. As a black man in America, I know what you mean. Okay, yeah. I didn't think I was making it past like 21. So everything else is bonus, you know. This is cake. It's beautiful. <laughs> and I'm, I'm so happy to be able to share it with you and Kay. And please give her a big hug and kiss for me. I will. She's and, in the chat. Um, Hey, and um, I never look at the chat. I get so nervous. I'm like, I hope just everybody's going enjoying themselves. Have a good time. Okay? <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> oh my gosh! But that, let's stay in touch and stay healthy and wealthy and and wise and uh. You do the same. I, I just adore having talking to you, man. Always you a great time. You too, Jazz. Thank you. You're Thanks, such God. a you're such a beautiful spirit, man. Keep doing your thing. Thanks, dude. I will. You're an inspiration. You too. Hey, thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye, Rod. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That was Rod Morrow from The Black Guy Who Tips. He is half of The Black Guy Who Tips, along with his wife, Kay Karen, from out there, to from, from in here to out there to you, from me to you. And uh, from the desert of meth heads to uh, hopefully the desert of the rich. Uh, the Wayward Girls Home, here we are. I thank you so much for hanging out with us. I, us, me and Rod, yes. But if you'd like to come back and hang out with me on my own, uh, come on on Tuesday. That's right. See you next Tuesday. Forget wood. It's a half hour of me live here and on Facebook. And I just tell you stories about my week and Woo, what a week. Woo, woo, woo. And please uh, subscribe to the shows and 
come and, and join me again. I'm so happy that you were here. I really do enjoy your company. Thank you. And uh, be well and take care of one another. Be kind to one another and be kind to yourself, mostly. And like my pal Joey Gay says, gentle mental. All right? I love you so much for hanging out with me. Bye. I'm saying bye.